Oh, look, you can't do anything about the weather. So you just need to move on with your preparations, move on with all of your planning and um, do, do the best that we can do in delivering an event regardless of uh, what the weather does for us. But I do feel a little bit sorry for um, the clubs that are racing um, this weekend. Mind you, I'm I'm trying to tick over some of the websites. They just miss out on telling me what it'll be. Uh, have you had some expert advice as to whether the weather will be pretty good for you in a week or so? Um, I think that we I think we'll be a little bit better. But when I, I haven't looked in recent days, what I was probably looking at was um, more a case of maybe 18 and cloudy, but um, hopefully not too much rain. All right, now you are one of the big country cups. There's no doubting about it. And in many people's eyes, you sort of wrap up spring to a point. Uh, what crowd have you been allowed and uh, what's your advice and will you be a sellout? Oh, there's a few questions in that one, Andrew. Um, so we are allowed to have up to 5,000 people. Um, the bookings are really quite encouraging and our indoor dining um it sold out quite quickly, but then in recent weeks we've um, had the removal of the, the 150 people per room cap has come off, and so we're able to add a few more tickets in. So that does mean that we still do have um, a couple of tables left in our terrace dining. We still do have some umbrella packages, and we have released our general admission tickets as well for sale for the Sports Bet Ballarat Cup. Do you have an opinion as to why some clubs are not selling tickets out? Have people been away from racing for a while? They're doing other things simply because they can suddenly travel? Are they a bit cautious or all of the above? Because um, anyone that wants to go to feature meetings at the moment can get a ticket, even to Flemington the other week. They could get a ticket at the last minute. But do you have an opinion? I think it's probably a combination. I think there's probably different reasons. Um I think there's probably people that are focused on even just catching up with family after so much time uh, separated with, with lockdowns and those sorts of things. Um, there's definitely a, a large portion that are keen to get back to the races and, and we've seen that in the bookings that have had to turn around fairly quickly for clubs as well, um, keeping in mind that none of us had a lot of notice that we were actually going to be able to have people back at our feature events. Most of us are working with somewhere between maybe, you know, four to six to eight weeks notice um, on, on events that maybe we usually planned for over a period of about nine months. So I think in terms of people's commitments, maybe you know, some people have just got some, some other priorities in those first few weeks as they're able to have a bit more freedom. But I still think that for country racing and, and racing in general, it's very encouraging to see the numbers that we're starting to see come back on track and, and want to be here for our feature days. Was this crowdless last year? Yeah, it was. Right. So, so is um, this is we joked about this in the past. This is your first Ballarat Cup in charge with crowds, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's quite amazing, so, Stad. How long since you took over from Lachlan? It'll be two years on Ballarat Cup. Wow. How about that? Just the way of pandemics and timing, but um, your first cup in charge with crowds as a manager, and you've been there for two years. Wow. It does sound a little bit crazy when you put it like that. (laughs) All right, so the experience for those heading along and getting a ticket, will it be still different to what they experienced two years ago? It will be a little bit different because there is still some protocol both from um, the government under the event framework and also from Racing Victoria. The um, 
the zones that we have in terms of our home straight marquees, our, our birdcage marquees and our areas inside and our umbrellas on the front lawn, they're quite similar. And, and for anyone who's been to the Sportsnet Ballarat Cup before, it, they look quite similar as well. Um, the, the changes, I guess, for, for us, and, and we're probably just a week um, too early to take advantage of a, a more regular experience where we don't have the industry bubble. On, on our Ballarat Cup day, November 20, we, we will have that separation between industry and patrons. Um, and I understand that's around that requirement for industry to be double vaccinated by the 25th of November. So so the events the week after us will we'll likely see the bubble removed. But unfortunately, it would seem at this point in time that um, our, our patrons and our owners even unfortunately won't be able to come right to the mounting yard or to the race day stalls on Ballarat Cup Day. Chatting to Cameron from Vanilla last week, we are talking about the new role that administrators have to play in terms of policing and so on. Um, you're one of the bigger cups. If you do get to 5,000, that's a lot of people. Are you expecting to have any issues? I mean, it's, it's all about vaccination now, so... Is that something you are just going to expect? There might be a handful because people can actually buy tickets. I think that's the thing that any race club can sell a ticket. It's not until they actually arrive at your gate. That's where the policing starts. That's right. But I think clubs have been quite responsible and I know we've been very upfront with people in our communication um, that obviously crowds do have to be double vaccinated. Um, so, and, and they do need to provide proof, and, and you know, we've listed the types of proof that need to be provided for that at the gate for, for all of the guests. It's, it's not just the one person who made the booking; it is all of the guests. Um, it actually extends to all of our contractors, our casual staff, and people working um, on the public side of of the fence that day as well. But it is a requirement that they do have to be double vaccinated. So there's, there's things like that that will um, put a little, little bit more pressure, I guess. On, on clubs at, at the gate. Um, there's also the requirements of um, policing the, the, some of those COVID protocols that we are starting to see easing off, but, but inside at that point in time, we still expect to see masks in place. Outside will be different. Um, you know, there, there won't be masks, we don't think, by that time um, in our marquee areas if we're working as an outdoor outdoor space. <laughs> But the social distancing, the sanitising, the um, those those things that have become part of our day to day life will still be some of those protocols in place on on Ballarat Cup Day. And this closes you out until February. So anything going to happen track wise or, or this this break? So it's a a solid two months and a few weeks before you race again. It is, and we, we've got. It's always our traditional renovation period straight after the Ballarat Cup, so we do have um, those works planned. Um, we also are pretty excited to be having an install of automatic irrigation during that period as well. So I don't have the exact time frame, but expect very soon after the Cup, um, so only you know a fortnight or so away, that we will start to see the install. Um, of automatic irrigation, which will be, be a godsend for our, our track team here and our, and our race course manager in, in Nick Stubbs because as quite a, a large training centre and, and uh, you know, a reasonably a big player within the racing programming in, in Vic, 
we're still watering with tow lines and, and Briggs irrigators. So our boys will just be, um, they'll think their Christmases have all come at once when they can switch on the, the automatic irrigation and, and um, have that reliability through a automatic um, system as well for, for our course proper. So just finally, back to the cup tickets. Um, you would expect tickets still to be available on the day. What's your advice to people listening, especially those in Ballarat on 13, 14 a.m.? Again, I keep reinforcing people are travelling where they can now and off the back of a wet weekend as we speak, uh, if conditions improve, a, a day trip to Ballarat and the races might sound a good idea for some at the last-minute decision. What, what's your advice? I think... I just encourage people to to check our website or check our social media before making the trip. I do think that we probably will have a small number of tickets available, but the unfortunate thing is once we hit that cap, there isn't any flexibility. So so if we found that our our media over the weekend and in the next few days um, just ramps up those sales, we're going to get very close to our capacity beforehand. So we we don't want to discourage people from coming, but but I don't want them to be inconvenienced if, if they get to the gate and there's not an option to for me to be able to extend the numbers. So just a call to the club next week if, if you haven't got something secured late in the week and see what's going on with our, our final numbers or, or keep an eye on our social media or check the website and, and we'll certainly keep everyone up to date if we do happen to sell out prior to the date. Terrific. Have a great cup. We'll keep in touch. We'll certainly promote it. Thanks for taking the call, Belinda. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew.